Love Talk Radio. Just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day I don't give up, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I won't pick up, just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day in God I trust, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I don't give up. Yeah, you can go and tell the weed man, he ain't got nothing that I need man. I ride by that ABC store saying, hey, you won't be seeing me no more. Yo, you can go and tell the trap board. Yo, it's a rap board. You are not welcoming me, Gaza. You ain't got nothing for me, nada. No matter how hard life hits, I know where my life is. Yo, no matter how hard the crisis, yo, I know who Christ is. Yo, no matter what I won't pick up. Yo, no matter what I won't pick up. No matter what I won't pick up. Yeah, no matter what I won't pick up. Just for the day. No matter what I won't pick up. Welcome, listeners, to the Re- welcome, listeners, to the recovery just for today show. I'm your host Lloyd B, uh, and this is the show that's dedicated to uh, to those who are in recovery, those who are uh, struggling with addiction, and to the uh, family members of those who uh, are struggling uh, with addiction. And um, today, uh, you know, we 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 usually uh, have our show. We we start off our show with a uh, a moment of silence uh, for the addict who is still struggling, uh, for the uh, for the family members of those who have lost loved ones um, to this addiction, and um, you know, we we like to to start off our show with a moment of silence as well as with uh, the serenity, followed by the serenity prayer. And uh, most of you all who have um, joined us before, uh, you know that uh, that our show is, um, we're in uh, season two, and um, I host the show uh, with my father uh, and co-host, um, uh, Lloyd Sr., and um and together we share our experience, strength, and hope. And uh, so uh, we have started a series, and uh, we're going to get right into series. This series uh, after we uh, begin uh, the way we always do. Uh, so if you would join us in a moment of silence, the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things that we can and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Well, uh, most of you all know that, um, you know, we, we have a, uh, a series going on, and that series is entitled, What is Recovery? Uh, with the underlying uh, question, and what does that look like? 
So, um, you know, the series, we started that series um, a couple of weeks ago. This is actually part two in that series. And uh, so far we've had a, you know, a wonderful uh, discussion. Uh, I have, you know, really enjoyed uh, the um the discussion that the discussion that we've had so far and um i i believe that um you know we we may have something that uh to, we may be be able to share something with you all tonight that may be uh helpful to some someone because you know a lot, a lot of people they you know they you meet a lot of people that are in uh in the recovery process and they uh you know, they they get confused a lot of times because, you, you know, depending on uh, who, uh, you know, who you speak to, uh, what the approach to recovery is, uh, what type of method is being used uh, to, uh, you know, to, to, to recover uh, from addiction or substance abuse, uh, you know, you can get a lot of different uh, definitions or uh, opinions about what recovery is, and so a lot of times people, uh, especially people early on in recovery, you know, uh, you you find a lot of people, you know, get that question, you know, well, uh, such and such said if I if I'm not you know doing A, B, and C, then I'm not really uh, in recovery, uh, or such and such said just because I, you know. Uh, stop drinking, you know, that's not really recovery. Okay, well, then what is recovery then? Um, and, you know, that I, I think that's, you know, you know, that's a valid question. And a lot of people, you know, they they come into recovery and they, they have that question. They, 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 they um, you know, they want to know well, what, you know, what is recovery and what does it look like? You know, uh, when I, uh, you know, when I, does it look like when I uh, get, uh, my material when I get my material things back that I lost when I was in active addiction, uh, you know when I get the job back, does that mean you know hey you know I, I'm recovering or I'm you know I have recovered you know uh, you know when I uh, you know begin to gain trust back with family members that I've burnt bridges with, you know uh, is that is that recovery, you know um, uh, if I uh, you know stop stop drinking for, you know, 30 days. I'm, you know, I, I had, you know, I went to a program and, you know, it was, it was court ordered, you know, I had to go to the, I had to go to the program and, um, and, you know, it, um, and, you know, it was mandatory that I went to a, uh, you know, an inpatient program for, uh, you know, the, the minimum days that I can go to it. I think, you know, to, I think, uh, I think they have like 28 day programs, basically like, you know, a month long program um, is I think, you know, one of the shortest um, inpatient type programs that you can go to. So, okay. Say you get, you get, um, you go to court because of uh, alcohol related or drug and alcohol related um, incidences and you um, orders you to go to uh, a treatment program. So you go to the program for 28 days and you successfully complete the program, you know, are you recovered? You know, is that recovery? You know, uh, if you come out and you don't do anything else, you know, are you still in recovery? You know, 
Uh, is that what recovery looks like? You know, you know, the questions like these are, are what we're kind of talking about uh, and what we kind of cover a little bit of in the last episode. And, um, you know, this, this last episode we had, a, 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 we had a, a audio clip that we listened to and it was very good. Uh, it was more down to earth, you know, um, you know, person sharing. And um, this week, you know, I want to, I want to do a different approach. You know, I want to, uh, go into the medical uh, aspect of the stages of recovery, you know, and, you know, hopefully, you know, through this um, episode, you know, there'll be some meat for someone who is uh, looking for some, you know, some answers. And uh, for some people, you know, they may say, you know, well, that's too technical. What, you know, this show was too technical or this show was too this or too that. But if you were like me and uh, many other people who were caught up in the grips of addiction, you know, uh, when someone is sharing some information with you to try to help you from uh, falling back into the grips of that vicious cycle, um, you know, someone is trying to share experience, strength, and hope with you to keep you from, uh, you know, relapsing uh, or to even help a person understand the process a little bit better. You know, uh, you know, I, I would say, you know, to that person who is, is being very critical of uh, what this show may have to offer, this, you know, on this particular episode is I would say, you know, just come back. You know, like they say in the meetings, keep coming back. You know, um, <clears throat> you know this. You know, you may not like, you know, this one. You might not like this show. It might be too technical for you. But guess what? You know, there's some information here that I believe uh, will be a blessing to those who are willing to uh, to listen to what's being said. You know, and um, you know because you know I know when you know I was out there, you know there came a point when I was in my active addiction where, you know, if someone, you know, when I went to go and uh, cop, as they say, or go and score or go and, you know, get my drug of choice, you know, uh, or even when it was time to get for alcohol run, you know, there came a point in my active addiction. I don't, I can't speak for anybody else, but there came a point in my active addiction where I wasn't very choosy. You know, I wasn't very critical. You know, I didn't go to the, you know, uh, to say the weed man or the, the drug man and say, hey, you know, uh, you know, um, hey, man, you know, what's up with this, man? You know, uh, you know, there came a point where, you know, I was coming up short and I was just glad to get what they gave me. Uh, I didn't have any more money, you know, to buy alcohol, didn't want to, you know, didn't want to steal. You know, not to say that I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't taken to that point, but there were times where I didn't want to steal. And if someone was offering me uh, something, you know, I was not, you know, you know how they say, you know, uh, 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 don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You know, um, I didn't look the gift horse in the mouth. You know, I took what the gift horse was giving me and uh, and I didn't care if it wasn't the brand that I was drinking. You know, I didn't care if it didn't go down smooth. I didn't care if it, you know, uh, you know, if it was nasty or uh, or whatever. You know what I mean? 
If it wasn't to my liking, if it wasn't my cup of tea, I did not care. You know, uh, I was trying to get a fix. And, um, you know, so, you know, you know, what, what I want to share today is um, something that um, I believe uh, if you, if you tune in, uh, you may find that it might be some life-saving information. Um, so uh, what we're going to do now is take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to I'm going to introduce the clip, and then we're going to um, play that clip out, and then we'll we'll come back and we'll discuss it. So uh, just stay tuned as we uh, go into our uh, first set of commercials, and uh, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lloyd B, and I am the host of Recovery Just For Today, which is a show dedicated to those who are struggling with addiction and substance abuse. I host this show with my father, Lloyd B. Sr., and together we come and we share our experience, strength, and hope every Monday at 8 p.m. Join us as we air live on WIN Radio, which stands for We Inspire Network. If you or your loved one suffers from addiction or you know someone who is in recovery, please share this information. Because you never know when what you have to share may actually save someone's life. Thank you. And God bless you. Sadly, today most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene. The author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be used as a tool in recovery. Whether it is used in a group setting or individually, this book was written to assist in the recovery process and encourage integrating inspirational, encouraging, and challenging scriptures the author has provided, a resource that is sure to change lives. If you or someone you know is battling with addiction, this book is for you. If you are in recovery, this is a great resource to add to your toolbox. If you are a group leader or addictions counselor, this is an awesome book for group therapy. Clean and serene. Scriptural Meditations for Recovery is available nationwide in both ebook and print. Get your copy or a copy for some you know today from Amazon or Barnes & Noble Bookstore. For less than $10, you can potentially change the life of someone currently paying the high cost of living with an addiction. 
Hello, my name is Minister Lloyd Bell Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. Welcome back, listeners, to the Recovery Just for Today show. I'm your host, Lloyd B., with my co-host, Lloyd Sr., and um, and like we said, we're coming live to you from WIN Radio uh, Network, and uh, which stands for We Inspire Network. And um, as we uh, were saying before we went to break, uh, that we were going to continue the series, which is called What is Recovery?, the What is Recovery series, uh, where we um, discuss what is recovery and what does it look like. And um, I was saying before that we were going to have a clip uh, that um, is uh, going to be played here shortly, but I did want to give my father and co-host a chance to say hello to the listeners this week. Uh, Yes, uh, Lloyd, good afternoon, uh, listeners. I apologize. I had the I had the numbers mixed up, uh, but however, um, I'm live and I'm on now, and I'm excited to uh, continue the uh, this uh, this exciting uh, series we uh, have uh, for you all to, uh, today. So uh, I'm uh, I'm back up and I'm raring to go, ready to go, fired up and ready to go. All right, all right. So like I said before. Uh, uh, this may be a uh, it, it may be a little technical for some for some, but you know, like I said, if you stay tuned, you may hear something that may change or save your life. So just um, stick with it and um, listen, and um, and and we'll be back after the clip to to um, to kind of break it down and talk about it. Addictive person in this family illness of addiction. Okay, so let's spend a little time now talking about the stages of recovery. And in this case, with Prochaska, Norcross, and DiClemente from 1994, who came up with a model on motivational interviewing for counseling addiction, uh, people affected with addiction and their family members, they identified these five stages of change. And the first stage is actually pre-contemplation. This is before the question is the drinking or sexing or gambling or problem, before anything even becomes a question. That's pre-contemplation. There's no contemplating it even. But as soon as something happens and the question comes up, maybe this person has an addiction problem. Then the contemplation can begin. And let's say it's an alcoholic person and they're just fresh off of their first DWI and someone's been telling them they've been drinking too much. They start to 
finally question that themselves. And as they do, internally, each of us have our own lawyer, a defense attorney and a prosecutor. And the prosecutor, the internal prosecutor, is presenting a zealous case about why I should really take a look at my drinking, while the defense attorney inside is presenting a zealous case about why my drinking is not a problem. And the battle goes on until the internal judge makes a decision, and that's at the green arrow where it moves us into preparation. When the judge makes a decision, it has three components. The judge decides what the name of the problem is, how bad it is, and the plan, what to do about it. And then having a plan, we move into action, putting that plan into action. If the action plan works, then we have reached the maintenance phase, which helps us exit the recovery wheel, otherwise known as the merry-go-round of denial. And if the maintenance plan, the action plan does not maintain, then we end up in relapse. And relapse will send us right back to the contemplation stage. And we may go around this merry-go-round two or three hundred times. Let me give you an example of a common trip around the, the merry-go-round. Let's say the alcoholic, the internal judge, decides, okay, yes, there's a problem. The name of it is, my wife thinks I drink too much. How bad is it? Pretty bad. She's going to leave me. What do I need to do about it? What's my plan? I need to go underground with my drinking, maybe just sneak a few drinks out in the garage while I'm working on things. And if that plan works, then I'm, have, I'm in maintenance and can get off the wheel. If I somehow, sooner or later, get busted again, get caught drinking or have another problem related to it, the relapse is in place, and then I'm back in contemplation. And then maybe later on, the judge decides, yes, I have a problem, it's alcohol, alcoholism, how bad is it, pretty bad, I've lost two wives already, what do I need to do about it, I need to reach out for help, so my action plan is to go into treatment. If that works, I maintain and exit the wheel with a good solid recovery program in place after treatment. And if I continue following that recovery plan and doing all the things necessary, I have a good chance of staying off the wheel. But if, I, if my plan is not effective enough and I don't follow through with my plan, then I relapse and I'm right back at contemplation. This time, what do I do about not staying in recovery. What's the problem here? And the problem may be that, okay, I stayed away from drinking and I've abstained, but I haven't gone to any meetings, or I haven't gone to enough meetings, or I haven't done the counseling, or I haven't done the follow-up and the aftercare. So all those kinds of things can happen even in recovery. And these stages of change fit really well with addictions, but they fit with any kind of problematic behavior. So there's something to keep in mind there. And again, taking a look at the stages of addiction and recovery, we're going to look down here at the transition and stabilization phase where we're transitioning out of addiction and into recovery. This is where we have treatment. This is where we make that leap between one world and another. And in the transition phase, there's usually a crisis, a motivating crisis period that comes up that causes us to hit bottom and crash. And uh, at that point, the task of transition is to recognize that we have a loss of control, and it's to accept the need for help, and then to reach out to others. Some of the most difficult things for an alcoholic or addict 
of any kind to do when they have a problem. But if they do it and they enter into a recovery process and they get the appropriate kind of help, then within 30 to 90 days they can reach stabilization. Stabilization is uh, where we've achieved abstinence, which means we're not engaging in the addictive behavior. We've recovered from the physical withdrawal to the point that it's no longer an issue. There is a protracted or extended withdrawal called post-acute withdrawal. That's something on a subject for another video. Um, we interrupt the preoccupation and obsession with the addictive behavior and replace it with learning a new recovery behavior and a new way of life. We develop hope and motivation because it, it's working for us and we see it working for other people because we're around other recovering people who've been through this before. And then we begin the development of our own recovery program because everyone's different and we need to create a unique recovery program with some common elements. And this is how the transition and stabilization phase will look on the iceberg. If you see at the top of the iceberg, right up here at the tip, we've given up the addictive behavior and replaced it with treatment and counseling. And that's bringing us some comfort and relief. And we're still externally focused on learning treatment and counseling techniques and, and community support groups and various 12-step groups and learning the lifestyle of recovery. So that still keeps us externally focused and we still have all this dysfunction and all this accumulated pain to deal with on the inside yet. But we have given up that addictive process for the time being at least. And if we do nothing else, we're doomed to go back to the addictive behavior. The tip of the iceberg is, is needing to be dealt with first, but everything else must be dealt with at some point, and in the recovery process it shall. In the early phase of recovery, that would be somewhere around six months to a year, the tasks are to deal with the drinking problem and the thinking problem. The physical healing, the getting over the withdrawal sim syndrome, um, healing up the uh, the physical damage associated with the drinking or the drugging or the the gambling and the stress and different kinds of physical problems that come up with addiction. Giving our body time to heal, giving it the right kind of diet, sleep, and exercise. And we're also dealing with the psychological healing, that thinking problem. We created a world of denial and delusion and it's woven into the fabric of our thought and to unweave that system of denial from our thinking takes a lot of rigorous honesty, openness, and willingness, and it takes a while to straighten that thinking out. And initially, if we're in a 12-step program, then we're working on steps one, two, and three in this phase. Now, in early recovery, after we've stabilized and gone through transition, you'll notice at the tip of the iceberg, now we've internalized a recovery program, not just a connection with other recovering people. Now we're actually engaged in working a recovery program and starting to receive some of the benefits of that. We've gotten honest, open, and willing. We've started giving up control. We've even begun turning our focus inward as we've begun step work. We've connected to a power greater than ourselves for comfort and relief. So we've gotten a couple of very important elements in place here that begin to help internal functioning improve.
and yet we see that the uh, roots of the problem still remain to be dealt with, and that's the development of the false sense of self, the contempt, shame, and abandonment that covers up that true self, who we really are. So the wreckage of the past still needs to be cleared away, and in early recovery, um, we move to middle recovery. Two to three years into recovery, we're beginning to get very serious about emotional healing and interpersonal healing. Our feelings and our relationships are improving. We have graduated and moved out of the need to be so vigilant about our physical and and uh, thinking problem that we can start to focus on more advanced issues. That doesn't mean we let up on what we've accomplished in the early phase. It just means that we begin to change our focus to go a little deeper and deal with these feelings and intimate relationships. And we work on steps four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine in this two to three year period. Generally speaking, everyone has their own pace, but Typically, this is uh, where we get into real good house cleaning, and that's what steps four through nine do. Is where is where we re first go in and start really cleaning out a lot of the abandonment, shame, and contempt. And here's how it looks on the iceberg. The recovery program is still internalized. We got more honest and open and willing. The step work is internalized as well. It's part becoming part of us. And we've engaged in the seven S's outlined by John, John Bradshaw. Those seven S's are the most important things for healing the internal wounds of abandonment, shame, and contempt. The first one is socialization. That means come out of hiding. Join a 12-step group. Join a church group. Join a therapy group. Go somewhere where you can come out of hiding. And then you can do number two, self-disclose. Begin to share who you really are, who you think you are, who you're learning about you are. And that's self-disclosure. And then becoming more and more sensitive to the system, family system that we came from and how that affected us and how the problems in our family were passed on from one generation to the next and, and how we can stop that ball from rolling downhill. But then we have to change that self-talk. We have to listen to the inner critic and take out the shame from that inner criticism and just keep the part of the criticism that's meant to be analytical and helpful. We do need to have a part of us that can be helpfully critical but not hurtfully critical. And then there's self-love, which is more than just wrapping ourselves in a blanket and saying nice things in the mirror. Self-love is doing the work of recovery. It's getting to bed on time. It's getting up on time. It's discipline. It's giving ourselves time, attention, and affection. And it's taking care of ourselves. Surfacing the pain, which is what we're doing with the step work, is digging up and cleaning house. And then spirituality, which is the big S. It's the one that uh, is responsible for the primary healing. And as you see, this false self begins to shrink up and and to heal as any other wound can heal because it's getting the medic medication or the, the treatment, then it begins to heal. We've initiated the healing process. And as a result, the true self begins to emerge. And we begin to learn things about ourselves we never knew through this recovery pro process. And we learn our purpose, our meaning in life, which sets us up for the late stage of recovery, three years and up. The tasks in the late stage are 
spiritual healing. That's healing that relationship with God as we understand God and living according to the way we feel he would lead us to live, which helps us find out more and connect more with our true self, which is self-actualization. It's becoming everything that we were meant to be, everything that we can be, and now our life is back on track and we're in growth mode and we no longer have to worry about stress and survival mode. We do need to be able to manage stress, but stress doesn't manage us because we're in control of our recovery. And so we maintain a healthy recovery program and we continue to grow. And we we do this for the rest of our life and things just keep getting better and better. And these steps 10, 11, and 12, the maintenance steps, are the ones that are the focus in that stage. And here's what the late stage of recovery looks like. Uh, the internalized recovery program remains, the honesty, openness, and willingness directed inward. We don't have a need for comfort and relief from the outside. We don't have a need to wear a mask or control other people's impressions of us. We don't have anything to cover up anymore because we've connected with our true self and that radiates outward and and connects with our higher power and we find life as it's meant to be enriching, rewarding, with purpose, productivity, and meaning. And so the moral of the story is that when we're living the way we were intended to live, that's when things get better. And so happiness is a byproduct of living that way. It's not something we can look to something outside of ourselves, like an addictive process to find happiness or material things to find happiness. We find happiness within. Happiness is an inside job that comes with self-actualization. And that is the conclusion of this video, Stages of Addiction and Recovery. Okay, so that was that that was a uh, that was a lot of information there. That was a lot of information when you say when you say uh, Lloyd Lloyd Senior. Yes, uh, absolutely. I was sitting there uh, listening to that, which uh, a lot of it is was um, sort of technical. I mean, I was able to uh, follow follow some of it, some of it, but I was sitting sitting there listening. Wondering, uh, um, you know, how much um, uh, how much um, average listener would be able to to follow. I guess it brings me to it brings me to the uh, it's funny though because he ended he ended he ended uh, to where uh, to the question that I was that, that I raised to you a couple of days ago. Do we ever ever uh, um, recover? Because you know, I mean, that's why I say you know, some, the average person this is. Listening to all of that, they might say to themselves, "Wow, do we, do we ever recover?" You know, so um, mm -hmm. that it, it it led me to that question that that, um, that I asked you. But I think um, I think we can start at the beginning. Um, um, it may be helpful to to somebody who, who who may be out there just you know just starting to um, uh, that may be in that stage that that. Um, that beginning stage he was talking about uh, as far as questioning um, do they have a problem, you know. Um, that's what I, that's what I, I guess I would, I would um, uh, like to probably start uh, talking about, you know, uh, you know, that the initial stage of, you know, because he talked about 
uh, I think you said the um, you know the beginning process, uh, the initial the initial recovery. Yeah, pre contemplation. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I just yeah. called it something else to make it, you know, make it, uh, make it, uh, make it powerful for, for me to understand it. That's what I called it, you know. Uh, but uh, and then he talked about the initial, the initial stages of recovery, and I think he then said went to, to early stages of recovery, I think, and then um, late stages of recovery, you know. But I, I you know, I yeah. just wanted to kind of, uh, I, I, I just wanted to kind of. Um, Jump off from that. Um, from that. Uh, what did you say? Was it the the um, the the, uh, the beginning of? Uh, well, the, uh, well, well, yeah. That okay. Now, from my understanding of that, you know what he was just saying, because when he was talking, um, you know, what I gather, what I gathered from what he was saying, is that the two the two phases that he was talking about before is that you you're not even in recovery at that particular time. Yeah. You haven't yes, even gotten yes. in to the process yet. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. You, you know when you are still uh when you are still in your mind fighting uh the the idea that you may have a problem. Yes. That's you know what I'm saying? You're in that you're in a stage that's not you haven't transitioned into right. The process yet of recovery. You're still, you're still, you're still uh, fighting, so to speak, your help. So the, you know, and most of us have been there. You know, what I'm saying most yeah. of us have been there, and what he was saying, you know, the merry, the merry-go-round of denial. We spoke about that. Uh, <clears throat> we spoke about that denial in 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 the first season. When we uh, talked about the roadblocks to recovery, yes, and we so sure you know, so when he was talking about pre-contemplation, he was talking about even before you even begin, you know, you're just beginning to think, well, maybe I have a problem, but mm-hmm. you're still thinking, okay, well, it might not be what everybody else thinks it is, and it, you know, what I'm saying, you know. Uh, you you haven't got to we you, that's that's before we get to the point to say hey man you know I got a problem I got an alcohol problem I got a drug problem I got a pornography problem whatever the problem may be you know eating problem you know you haven't gotten to that point yet okay but when you be, when you transition from that point to saying I have a problem and you name it what it is okay. And uh-huh. you begin, and you begin to ask for help, okay, to stop that, because you, you know, and like you said, for most people, that that transition only comes once they have hit bottom, or some type of, you know, some type of, uh, you know, uh, crisis has happened. You know what I'm saying? Your wife's about to leave you. You lost your job. You got in a car accident. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're about mm-hmm. to go to jail, you know, all you know, all types of stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To that will bring a person to bottom. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that may lead that person to hit bottom and say, Hey, you know what, I got a problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need help. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then boom. You know what I'm saying? You enter into the beginning phases of recovery. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah. but like but like he said, you know, and I, and what 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 
where, where I wanted to speak to was not necessarily to those who are still not um, sure that they have a problem yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what okay. I want to say to them is, what I want to say to them is keep coming back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Keep tuning in because you may hear something that you need. But what I, who I was, was in my mind's eye, what I saw, who I want to speak to, because we're talking about what is recovery, I want to speak to those people uh-huh. who are in the process. You know what I mean? Uh, it, you could be in the beginning, in the beginning process, you know, and they kind of still like, okay, well, I've, I've reached out for help. I've started the process and I've stopped drinking and drugging. You know, they're in the beginning uh-huh. phase. You know, mm-hmm. and they have those questions like you just said. Well, you know, what is what does recovery look like? I've stopped drinking. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, do I ever recover? Do I ever fully fully recover? Do I need to keep going to meetings the rest of my life? Or, you know what yeah. I'm saying? What is this? What does so, reco- What is this recovery that they're talking about? Yeah. So that's one. So that again, that brings me to okay. I listening to as I was listening to you um, talk. So what I'm thinking is that so, so, so it's just a matter of uh, getting to a point and then going deeper, getting serious, moving from one level to the next. Yes. From one from one stage to the next. And yes. and, uh, and 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 so it, it, it's a matter of you know coming to the point where you know you have to do something else. And yes. so I guess. I guess you. I guess uh, sometimes people will have would 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 get frustrated and think, "Wow, okay, so so I haven't so this so I have so you mean I have to do something else? So you mean I haven't? Um, wow, I, you know I don't drink anymore. You know what I mean? Um, so there's something else. You know, there's something else left for me to do. Should I be doing this? Yes. Or should I be doing that? You know. So it's always, so I guess what I'm trying to suggest and say, uh, and and here you give me some feedback, uh, which is that you know, it's really an it's really it's really an ongoing thing. Recovery is, recovery is, is something that's um, that's that's that evolves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So you know. Yeah. Um, and, and and then I guess. We we have to know where we are on that. Uh, you know, he mentioned being on a wheel. We need to know where we are on that wheel. Um, you know, pretty much at all times, I guess. You know, um, not to try to um, maybe um, you know rush it or rush rush from one point to the next. But make sure you make sure you um, make sure you do. Do you think we need to make sure we've gotten everything um, squared away? Um, uh, at each point, in other words, don't try to rush into um, something else if you haven't finished, um, you know, uh, some work you should have done uh, before you go to the next step. If that makes any um, um, sense to you, um, what I'm really trying to say or what I'm asking, you know, I'm trying to get some feedback from you uh, as far as, um, this, you know, the process you, you, you go through, you know, uh, because, you know, I mean, you know, I've been there, you know, um, and I guess I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm still evolving and 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 to recover. You know, thank God, you know, I don't, um, you know, I don't have the, um, 
that um that obsession with um with you know with that kind of behavior um behavior in any uh, any longer but you know um uh every day we should strive to be better i guess it's a for i guess we're all striving for a level to get to that we haven't really gotten to yet so uh, i don't mean the babylon yeah but, you know no um, no really to get some feedback as, as far as you know the uh, the the process of recovery and uh, you know not getting to a point where we get frustrated and say, man, I throw my hands up, you know, I, you know, this this, this is too much work, you know. Yeah, funny that you used to say that about you know work because, you know, a, a couple of things that you said, you know, you you spoke about levels and you talk about you know um, the work too, and so you know w- one of the things that I would say. To piggyback on what you were saying is that when I listened when I listened to that clip, what what came out to me and became more apparent was that there are phases. Recover when you say what well, what does recovery look like? To me, mm-hmm. he that guy busted recovery wide open, cracked it open, and gave you a glimpse inside of what recovery looks like. Okay. Yes. Now. It's going to look different for each person as far as time frame, uh, you know, how soon one person gets to the next phase or whatever like that is different for each person. And that depends on how much work each person is willing to put in, how much they're willing to put in and and maintain in their recovery so that they get off the hamster wheel of going, you know, uh, relapse and then coming back to thinking, okay, what's my problem? Relapse all thinking, what's my problem? You know what I'm saying? That's that that hamster wheel. Uh, You get off the hamster wheel. You get off the hamster wheel by doing Mm -hmm. some maintenance or some work to 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 go Mm -hmm. to another level. Okay, another. Mm -hmm. And when I say another level, Mm -hmm. recovery is phases of healing, phases of change, and phases Mm -hmm. of growth. That's what I picked up from what that guy was talking about. You got you okay. got you got stages. You know, in recovery, you you get once you have entered into the process. Now, not talking about you still wondering about if you got a problem or not. No, you've already accepted the fact that you got a problem. Right. You've reached out and got some help. You're in the program. You're getting treatment, and you're actually uh-huh. probably now in the phase where you're out of the treatment program and you you're out they they let you out and you have to have a follow up program mm-hmm. an outpatient program okay mm-hmm. you they, you're out in the street now you're back you're in the work. real world yeah you're in the real world now like they say mm-hmm. when you leave the program people be scared in there mm-hmm. i used to be scared when they say we about you about to go back in the real world <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know, because you can be inside of the yeah. you can be inside of the treatment facility, sharing your butt off, talking to talk. But when they say, "Oh, yeah. oh you got two days left," you start to get scared because you' about to go back to yeah. the real world. You know what I'm saying? You're about to so, get the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so this is where it's you have to start slopes. doing some work. Yep, yep. And you yeah. about to you have to put into action the plan yeah. that you 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 had for your for your recovery. And so you when you begin talk. to do, yes, and you have to do some maintenance, do some work. Yeah. And what happens when you begin to do that, you, you, you go from 
just uh, dealing with the tip of the iceberg, like he said, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. stopping, stop, you know, stopping whatever uh, uh, addictive, uh, 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 you know, if you're using drugs or alcohol, stopping, you know, that is the tip mm-hmm. of the iceberg. Because underneath mm-hmm. that, you still got, we still have a lot of stuff that we have to work on uh, oh, yeah. for the rest of yeah. our life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we got, we, we're trying yeah. to get, we're trying to get better for the rest of our lives. We're trying to grow. We're trying to change. Right. You know, like you said, we're trying to evolve. We're trying to become more like what our creator made us to be in the first place. So that yeah, that's see, why, and, and, we, and we're trying to heal more, right? more and, and see, more. And see, that's what he said. He said that. He said getting to the point where we can live um, the way, um, we were intended to live, and you know when you were talking, I mean, and you were really saying some dynamite stuff, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, so, you know, I think cross the field and get to the, get to get to the, get to the um the exit or whatever. Um, I feel that, I feel that, I, I feel that recovery to me, um, uh. When we get to the point that the work that we're doing to, you know, we've gotten from that that initial, we've gotten out of, out of that initial stage, we're progressing, we're doing our work. Recovery means a lot to me. Uh, 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 when we get to the point where we where we actually begin to enjoy the work. The things that we, the things that we, the things that we're doing now to stay um, clean and, and sober, they get, they, they, they cease to be, be bottom. Then you actually get to a point where, where you actually enjoy getting involved. You're changing your behavior, you know. And I guess exactly. I think, uh, I, I think we could get. I, I think. Um, you know, I'm thinking ahead of myself now. You know, where we can get to the point where we actually enjoy that so much and so, Lloyd, to where it becomes embedded in our psyche. Uh, uh, you know, it, it it becomes embedded in our spirit where we, you know, where, we, where we're actually doing recovery work we don't even really realize. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, um. You know, and, I'm, and I know it takes a lot of work, um, not a, and a lot of commitment to get to that point. But, but, but uh, maybe I, may, may, I guess maybe I'm suggesting that that's the point where we can get to where you know where we, uh, you know, we really got this thing. Uh, you know, we're really doing, uh, doing, you know, doing the work. Like, uh, what's that lady name? The um, uh, she's uh, she's one of those. Uh, uh, I can't think of her name. She's on TV all the time. She's on the um, network with Oprah. Oprah, and uh, but anyway, she um, she talks about doing the work, doing the work. She's like, that, mm-hmm. that's like one of them, doing the work, doing the, you got to do the work, you know. So uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I I think you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I think her name is Ayana or something like that. I think yeah, that's, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a yeah, that's a. Um, uh, yeah, she talks about doing the work. So yeah, I, I think I think um, I think that's the point where we can really um, say that I said that that 
that we're actually really doing something, you know, because if it, you know, it, you know, it, it's still, it, you're still facing with that merry-go-round. That merry-go-round never stops. It never stops. It never, you just get off of it, but it's still turning around, you know. So, I mean, you know, I guess if you get to a point where, where, where you know, you think it's, it's just too much work for you to do, you're not having any fun with it, and, you know, and you, you may have a um, um, tendency to, 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 to get back on the merry-go-round, and then you're, and then you're, and then you're off to the races again. So, yeah. But, yeah. And, oh. and, but and, and, you know, no, 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 with, with, with what you were saying, you know, I, I totally agree. And, you know, one of the things is that when you begin to get to the point to where, like you said, it's no longer, um, you know, arduous work, you know, you're not, you know, like for instance, I give, I give someone an example. Mm -hmm. This, this show for me is doing the work. Okay. This show is part of me doing the work in my recovery. Because, yeah. you know, it's giving back what was freely given to me. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to help someone else. You know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's time where we take a side out of our days and not mm-hmm. just say right off into the sunset with our recovery, but we come back oh, yeah. and we give to others, you know, uh, because we're grateful. You know what I mean? We're Absolutely. grateful for what God has done for us. So we want to share with others that there is hope. So, you know, in doing so, you know, it's, it's therapeutic for us. You know, it helps. It's part of our recovery. It's getting out of ourselves. Not to say we don't have any problems going on in our life because we do, you know what I mean? I know I do, you know what I mean? So, you know, I mean, it was mad. It was mad things that went on today that tried to hinder me from coming and doing the show today, you know, but you know, one of the things that, you know, uh, that we find in recovery is when we get out of ourselves, you know, uh, and we begin to help others, things go better for us, you know, um, mm-hmm. and that's part, that's, that's, that's recovery. That's recovery at work. That's a change. That's, that's a level wow. of change. You know, that's a level of change that we get to in wow. recovery where it's wow. not always about us, you know? And, um, and wow. so, you know that's that's what we're doing. We're doing and you know so we're doing that now. We're we're healing now. We're healing as we talk. You know we're changing as we talk. Wow. We're not focused on self. You know and um, what was the other thing? It was and growth. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. you know we're growing as we as we do this show. We're growing. You know I learned a lot just from listening to that to that guy. You know uh, as we talk, I'm I'm growing. You know um, and and, mm-hmm. and and realizing that hey you know. Um, there always, there's always a, a place in recovery where you can, you can uh, wow. say, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I can go higher. You know, what I'm saying, have I, have I got to the point in this, at this wow. stage in my recovery that I'm only working on the tip of the iceberg? You know what I'm saying? What wow. I'm saying, you know, wow. is there more underneath that I need to work on? Yeah. So you know, you know, that I think that you're right. I, 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 I agree. Uh, it's crazy yeah. because we uh, go ahead. We, we we got about four minutes left. Go ahead. I was gonna make a statement and, and I wanted you to uh, to uh, to uh, to 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 speak on it to see if it makes any sense to you. Statement is um, when 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 recovery begins to work for you, 
uh, to the point where you don't have to work for it. Does that make any yeah. does, does it make any sense when the cover when, when when recovery begins to work? You know. Mhm. Oh yeah. When it begins to and work. that and that 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 makes sense. That makes sense. You know, and I'll tell you why. Because this the 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 process of recovery, you know, is something that I believe is, you know, is is a God thing, you know what I'm saying? Because God wants mm-hmm. us and this is my opinion, that God wants mm-hmm. us to be what he intended us to be. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that process of recovery, you know, uh is something when you enter that process, there have been people that have gone on before us that have, you know, that, that you know, it may be, when you come into it, there may be steps laid out for you, you know, mm-hmm. there are sayings laid out for you, there are methods laid out and techniques laid out for you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that that work. You know, you hear people say, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, it works. You know what I'm saying? They say it works mm-hmm. if you work mm-hmm. it. But like you said, mm-hmm. it comes to a point that, you know, uh, these things work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they're working for others even if you're not doing it. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? You know, uh, so, yeah. I mean, you know, if uh, you, you know, like they say, you know, uh, uh, there's so many different sayings. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, uh, don't give up. Don't give up five minutes before the miracle or keep it simple. Wow. Different things that they say that, you yes. know, they work. And like they say, it's working. Even if you're not doing it, it's working for someone else. So, um, and there does come a point, like you said, you know, where um, it, it becomes uh, less of uh, hard effort and more of yes. enjoyment once we, once we get to that point. But look, yeah. we, we got so, one minute left and... We got sixty seconds left, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh and and close okay. it out uh and with the Lord's prayer. Uh okay. our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. See you next week. Same time, night, same Lord. place. God bless you. Good we 